0: This episode is brought to you by Brothers & Bonds Co. With an expertly curated line of Masonic apparel, gifts, and accessories, we're excited to show
1: you what makes us uniquely Brothers & Bonds. As a listener of this podcast, we're offering you 10% off your first order with us. Just use code TRAVELINGMAN at checkout. That's uppercase, all one word, T-R-A-V-E-L-I-N-G-M-A-N. Be sure to find us on Instagram or at brothersandbonds.com. Hello, welcome to episode 19 of The Traveling Man, a Masonic podcast here in the 24th District of Ohio. I'm your host, Worshiping Brother Jim Hall. On today's episode, we'll feature Worshiping Brother Jason Laramie chairman of the education committee of the grand lodge of wisconsin the opinions discussed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of grand lodge or any other masonic body okay we're here on episode 19 of the traveling man and i'm with Worshipful brother jason laramie from wisconsin jason thanks for being on
0: the show I really appreciate you having me on the show. It's just my pleasure. My pleasure. Not,
1: not a problem. I've, I've been excited about this one because it's a little cross country. You're out in Wisconsin. And why don't you give me just a little bit of your backstory in masonry, where you come from, what you've done.
0: Uh, tonight, I am in. Uh, I live in Wisconsin Rapids. Okay. I am a member of Wisconsin Rapids Lodge, number 128. I was initiated November 1st of 2006. And... Raised in January of 2017, I okay. Next meeting after I was raised, I was put in the junior deacons or junior stewards chair. Yeah, Um, the only chair I ever missed was the junior deacons chair. Okay. Um, So in 2012, I got to be the master, and then 2013, uh, I became the treasurer. So I've been treasurer for eight years, like worshipful brother Rube. Uh, Yes, I remember that from one of the absolutely, (laughs) Uh, and the. 2013, I became an area administrator for the Grand Lodge, which is like a sub, the district deputy grandmaster has in my district, three area administrators. Okay. Uh, So I did that for three years and then I did district deputy for three years. And then I did um, district lecture for two years. I skipped one year after district deputy and then I went to district lecture, which is um, like Illinois, I think they call them grand lectures or something, but our grand lectures that, the head of the district lectures, we have 12. Okay.
1: We, um, we do not have a district lecturer. Jason and I are a perfect example of it. And as you were giving your rundown of your chairs and your duties and everything, there was another connection that I never sat the junior deacon chair either. Really? So yeah, it just, it just a random, you know, you never know how it's going to, uh, how it's going to connect. And I know we have a few different stories together and then vice versa. So I'm I'm looking forward to showing everybody out there how wild connections really can be. So that's amazing. That is amazing. Before, before we get into this, because I like to give everybody a little taste of how you got into masonry? What drew it to you? Was it a movie? Was it a parent? How did you come into masonry?
0: Uh, I have no relatives that are masons, so okay. uh, it's just myself. And I wanted to join something in the community and be something part of something bigger than myself. Sure. And so I was looking around at a couple of other. And I'm not going to throw them under the bus because I'm going to say some kind of bad things. Okay. Uh, organizations. <laughs> Sure. Uh, had a bar at it and i was hearing stories that they weren't being able to get out of the bar to open the meetings oh, and yeah. then another one was more of a poker clicky kind of thing and and i called one of my friends i says hey uh, are there masons in town and he goes uh, you drive by the lodge every day and i'm like really where right so <laughs> hidden right under my nose signage, yeah 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 uh, <laughs> But I, I went down to the lodge. Um, I researched a little bit and I um, come across Chris Hodap's book and uh, kind of peeked a little bit into Freemasonry for Dummies. And I drove down to the lodge and I stood out in front. There was a name on there. Um, his name was Curtis Frost. He was the master of the lodge. And I called him up and I'm like, hey, how does a guy become a Freemason? And he goes, well, starting like this, You you have to ask. Yeah. So um, we talked for a couple of minutes on the phone and his house is on the way home to my house from the lodge. So I swung by there and I stood out in his driveway and we talked for, I don't know, at least an hour. Yeah, and sure. And I thought, if all Masons are as cool as this guy and as, as down to earth and, and as nice as this person, I want to be part of that. And yeah. just progress from there.
1: I, I love how the stopped to talk for a minute like my wife my wife knows if i'm talking for a minute it's an hour like it's just going to be an hour that is, and so that was just another like yep we'll swing by for a quick talk and an hour
0: later i was never like that either too it was a stranger that i hadn't met and he was just such a great person uh, uh it it turned into an hour but i think that happened to us and that happened to oh my
1: goodness people. it the one of the first guys that happened with um noah horn he's a younger mason one of the guys we knew said hey he's kind of interested he watches what we post kind of like to have you talk to him a little bit an outsider view not just my own because you know friends you know he's like i don't want it to be skewed by me being a friend and at one point i actually stopped and i'm like noah if I'm hitting you with too much or because I, I was like dry mouthing, I'm like, Brr, I felt like a belt fed <laughs> machine gun talking. So, And I'm thinking like, am I giving him too much? Am I overloading him? And he, he's like, no, he's like, I absolutely love it. He's like, I can feel the enthusiasm for it. And that that's in the end, that's what I want in lodge in this podcast and anything, just enthusiasm for the craft, the fellowship, and
0: that's one thing that drew me to the the podcast after i was told about it was the passion the the passion for the fraternity and uh the the excitement every time you jump in on something and it's always exciting and fun and and, yeah uh, that's what kind of drew drew me to that
1: a couple of guys from my lodge the last episode we were at argus lodge in canfield which is about 25 30 minutes away they're in our district. So we know the gillums that we're on. And they said, you know, we, there was a lot of stuff we didn't know about. They're like, but we could go without hearing your stories anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, it's not my fault you guys know me. Like, I, you know, I'm sorry. I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> That's funny. But, so making connections. When you, you talk to that worshipful master, and you left after that. You said that if every Mason was like that, that's who you wanted to hang out with. What was your first experience, the next step? And we'll, we'll say, let's skip investigation and whatnot. Let's just say your first time in a lodge setting. How did that
0: go? My, my first connection was actually my entered apprentice degree. Okay. Um, four of us showed up there uh, to have our entered apprentice one night and, um, 3 of us went on to become members of Wisconsin Rapids Lodge and the the other person uh, had moved away and went to a different lodge okay but the the reason I'm a shriner is one of the other members that was initiated that same day as I was his name's Chuck Miller and uh, him and I were friends so we got our cdls together and different things but we had a connection and I wasn't going to do anything And he got really big in the Shrine. And the year I was master, he was appointed to the line and was going to become potentate. He ended up being potentate in 2017. All right. So Because he was uh, having a membership thing. And uh, that's why I I joined the Shrine. And I'm not very active. I I go to one or two things a year, uh, but I love the philanthropy. But it was because of that connection with him that I joined the Shrine. And then the... Other gentleman that was uh, initiated with us, uh, his name is Shane Blazer. He is the mayor of Wisconsin Rapids right now. Oh, um, <laughs> right. Right, hey, <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, him and I became really good friends when he was secretary and I became treasurer. So oh yeah, I see him all the time. And so I have connections with everybody that was later, the, the, the group of us, the three of us that were initiated, passed and, and raised within that little group so right it started out right away the cool thing i love how certain
1: guys i don't i don't want to say how' to say pull people along and i don't know if that's even the right phrase for it when i joined the gentleman that got me into lodge uh worshiper brother ryan cresano he had said that his father was york right one of the bodies of york right he was going to be um the head that year. I can't remember chapter council commander. He eventually got to all of them, but you know, and high illustrious something. Yeah. There's all kinds of titles, right? Well, he's like, you know, I'd really like to join. We, he kind of talked about this before. What do you think about joining with me? I'm like, all right, that sounds pretty cool. And I, we talked to Tom, his dad, and we joined that. And then, The um, when I joined Shrine and that was I wasn't really not that I wasn't planning on joining Shrine. It just wasn't wasn't on my radar. And he called me and then brother Ben Barnes, his you know, they're pretty close too. he's like, hey, we're joining Shrine. I'm like at the time, it just was not a good time. It was one of those like, you know, my brakes went my dishwasher went my you know, if anything could have went to take up any random spare Mason dues money. They all went right then and there. And he's like, damn it. He's like, we do everything together. He's like, I'm not joining Shrine and you're not coming with us. And those two made it work for me. And I'm like, listen, I'll, he's like, I'm paying for you. Go to Shrine with me. And that, luckily I had, I was able to pay him back because I don't like owing, I don't, I don't know, I'm weird about. I don't Right. But- exactly but that was the kind of thing. It was like, Nope, we do things together. We're doing this together. And that's where we went. So, so you jumped in, you go through your entered apprentice and those guys you kind of hang with, or make very strong connections at one point, since you jumped into the officer line pretty quickly, did you start traveling around the district? And since I'm not close to Wisconsin, what, What's your district size like? We have 24 lodges in our district and there's 25 in the state and some lo- some districts
0: have way less, way more. What's, what's the size like? In Wisconsin, we have 12 districts and my district has 15 lodges in it, okay. uh, five per area. The, the size of it is, you know, I have to travel a bit over an hour in one direction wow. to get to the, the, the Southern end of it and and this is when I was district deputy and then another hour to uh, the other direction and then at the time it was 45 minutes in the other triangular direction so it was it's a very large area for those 15 lodges right uh, but Ohio is a lot larger in size and rare we only have um, at the time about 10,000 masons okay. in the state of Wisconsin so it's, it's not as uh, masonically populated as Ohio
1: sure that's masonic populations i guess that when i joined it was like a surprise to me like what i mean we there's i think we have sixty nine thousand, and it's just like and now i see them but back back then i'm like where the hell all these guys at (laughs) like how do i not see them walking around or something but now like the more you're in it the more you know what to look for you look for the you know the Little square and compass or the, you know, all kinds of little emblems you could see. So how soon were you making connections outside of your lodge, though? Did that happen quick or were you kind of a little It was a little
0: later. Um, When I became junior warden in the lodge, I had been working with our past grandmaster that's in my lodge, John Hine, uh, working on the ritual. And like the little ritual book that I have here, it's final proofreading by him. Okay. So he started teaching me the ritual and I learned the picture lecture for the third degree uh, was my first real big one. And we kind of did it in secret where it really surprised people when somebody said, Hey, he's going to do this. And, and uh, he's like, no, I'll run the projector, but Jason's going to do it. And it was like, people would <laughs> so um learning the ritual. I got to start moving around a little bit and doing different parts so okay. I would travel a half hour to the south and do something or over here to do something and um I've never given the fellow craft uh, staircase lecture that we do in my lodge but I've done it in others okay so, um because we have enough people to do it and sure. it was nice so I was an hour away the first time I gave it in open lodge um so it, it happened somewhat quick for the the lecture kind of stuff but it really didn't I didn't really start making the, the big connections until I became a district officer and and uh, meeting people on that
1: that level and that was that was actually kind of the next you know you're into um and am I saying this right uh chair of the Grand Lodge of Education Committee
0: or not uh, yeah I'm the, I'm the chairman this year and uh, I st- I actually worked with the committee a few years back when we had our Masonic Academy. Okay. Um there was uh, four of us that went around and it was like a Socratic type teaching uh guided discussion about parts of our ritual and uh, the parts that I got to do with the uh, four cardinal virtues, our tenets yeah. and uh, the charges. So other uh, people were doing it. I had to joke with uh, the grand master because I was a little out of my element. Um but I asked him I said a reverend a scholar a lawyer and a putz walk into a room who is it and he's he's like i don't know who and i says that's the masonic academy presenters <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> okay i really didn't belong in that group but I, I was i was the dumbest person in that room when it comes to that kind of stuff but they allowed me to do that and that's what opened the door for me to be appointed chairman this year was okay. working with those guys and and uh, that kind of thing
1: now with with you being in that position Does that open the door to connect all over the state now? Or how are you, or you just work with district deputy guys?
0: Um, No, that's all over the state. And that has actually uh, blossomed into uh, a lot of other things. Um, The first day that I was the chairman, uh, when the grandmaster was installed, um, is when I started making my first connections outside of, of, wisconsin and i'm sure we're going to talk about right worshipful brother chad Kopensky in just a minute yeah but that's uh, a brother from oregon lodge here in wisconsin uh, oregon lodge 151 uh his name is jim goldsmith but i only knew him as bone i'm like i, I don't even know his real name at first but uh, <laughs> uh jim brother jim says there's a guy you need to meet and this is i'm oh wow i've been chairman for two hours good yeah. So let's uh, get to it. Yeah. So he got me connected with uh, Chad Kapansky and uh, wow. My, the doors have flung open uh, after, after that. I, he, I don't know. Every other day he says, Hey, you need to meet this guy. You, should... <laughs> you know, I, I feel like we
1: should compare messages because he, we do the same. I absolutely love talking to him. We, I bounce ideas back and forth. And he'll do the same like, you need to have so-and-so on a podcast. You got to do, we got to do, we got to edit, edit. Then he'll, he'll back up and he's like, hey, man. He's like, I'm sorry if I keep pushing all these. I'm like, no. I Myself, I love spitballing ideas. If they're good, bad, whatever. Because who knows what might come out of that wild BSing that you do or that he does or anyone does so I love it I'm like keep keep sending me ideas I love it but yeah he's he's
0: something else isn't he he's awesome oh a- absolutely the the first time we emailed back and forth and uh, we called talked for about an hour and 15 minutes I think you know one of those oh, just to be a couple minutes time i be on the yeah, phone for just yeah. five minutes <laughs> yeah right because he's been so into Masonic education He's like have you seen this have you seen this how about this and i I really have to admit that prior to talking to him i was really just a books kind of guy and i had tried getting into a podcast a few years back and i i really was turned off by it because it was not really masonic there was a lot of it said masonic on it but it was a lot of just foul mouth not brotherly not passionate about the craft kind of complainy, right kind of stuff so i was very close-minded when it come to this and he, and he says well there's three that i need you to look at and i'm like all right i'll look at them and and uh i i loved all th- i love all three um and two of them are pretty big name with the whence came you and the trap uh, the masonic round table yeah oh yeah it's like well i was on this traveling man too and and he was telling me it was from ohio there's there's a so, little guy <laughs> So i actually uh found his first so i actually skipped to he was what like number six or seven or something yeah yeah you No, know, so i i i went seven i'm like well i like that so then i went one two three four yeah. and uh so I've, I've i've seen every one of them or listened to every one of them i haven't seen anything but uh it was the that's what made me fell in love with it was you know listening to chad on there and, and the stories about it and i know we were have the notes here but with him he's like um talking to somebody and he's like well this came up and this came up and he says was that the notes he's well no i sent him the notes (laughs) so it's like oh yeah that's key thing to do (laughs) oh (laughs) well you know what he he was
1: one of the few and because we have a dialogue about the podcast that's not on the podcast like we're and and on top of that, we are both Regents with the Schofield. So we are ta- we are talking a lot, not just about podcasts. There's a lot of other Masonic things going on. Yep. And he had brought up the five principles of membership because I'm a membership guy. I love, not, not a numbers guy. Like I want numbers up all the time, but I want what you and I get to experience you know, for 10 years, I didn't know how to join. And I missed out on that. And I don't want anybody that may want that to miss that. That's why I get so excited about it. But yeah, he did. He sent me and I'm thinking, holy crap. Like, like this is above my pay grade and I'm the host. (laughs) Like I had to study the notes. So I knew what the hell I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was sort of the same, vice versa. He's like, You never believe who I started talking to. I'm like, all right. And he brought up your name. He's he's from Wisconsin and chair of the grand education, education committee. And he's like, You should really call him up. I'm like, I should call him up. And and myself, I'm I don't like calling at all. I just don't. I'm shy. And even, even today, I had something I had to do for work. It's a bro- He's a brother from Cincinnati. He's working with the annual communication. I had to call him today because what I needed, I didn't know what to do. And sure as shit, I sat there for like 25 minutes with his, with his number up on the screen. I'm like, all right, let's call. I'm like, hmm. I better check and make sure that nobody wrote on the Grand Lodge comment page real quick. Like, I kept finding reasons. <laughs> I'm like, just call the man, and it was fine. It went perfectly fine. It's just one of my
0: hangups, especially brothers. I, the brethren, are very easy to talk to.
1: Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's unbelievable how, that why those five minute calls turn into hour long calls because it's just. I'm going to jump off on a tangent right now. We. <laughs> We were looking to do a website, which we still are. The, the social media man for East Palestine Lodge got himself busy with the podcast. So he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have as much time to learn how to do a, a website yet. But we found a lodge and it, I was just poking through lodge websites. No rhyme or reason, just typed in Masonic Lodges. And I found a lodge in Maryland and it was Palestine Lodge 158. And it, it was just odd that it was Palestine Lodge and Worries Palestine. And I shot the master and a secretary a message and said, Hey, you know, this is what I'm looking at. I really love your site. Can you give me some specs on it? You know, did you have did you build it? Did somebody else build it? Blah blah blah. So their media guy called and it was probably two and a half hours and you know we talked about and he he completely homegrown not a programmer not anything just started messing around with wordpress and eventually got it to where where it was and he's like i'll give you all my work whatever you need he's like you know offered up the whole gamut and and along the way you know we're talking about all kinds of other masonic things like it we probably talked about the website an hour and 20 minutes and 40 minutes of that was just, you know, how Masonic stuff filters in to Masonic. Like we're calling to talk about this Masonic issue. And then all these other Masonic things just creep into what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Did you, did you hear about this? Did, do you guys do that? But that's the kind of connection that now, now I've watched, their website and their social medias to see what they're doing because it's like I have a connection there. Yeah, like, I don't call that gentleman up anytime, all the time, just to BS, but I know that the connection's there and I can, we can do that vice versa at any time.
0: I understand that 100% because there's this uh, lodge in Ohio that I follow uh sounds a lot like yours uh east something I, I yeah know. east something 417
1: I don't know that, that one that's the one you've heard of that's, it too that's it yeah I got this
0: ball guy that makes everyone takes pictures yeah I, I, no, I love it you know because the, all the, the different people that I um uh I, I, I watch Chad's or listen to Chad's first I keep saying watch because I'm watching you but sure. um the I, I love the Royal Schofield one and then Bob Batchelor's hit hit home too there's oh, a lot yeah. of different things, there. and but uh, I, it seems like I know Wade Bear, um, uh, Chris Hayes, <laughs> yeah. Key, um, yeah, yeah, Barry Barry Weigel, Yes, uh, absolutely. And I'm gonna. Who's the one? Who was riding around in the, the the furniture truck with you? I don't remember. Was that a Chris too? Uh,
1: Chris Hayes was one. Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes, was. okay. was the first one and and you you know what ben gets so much crap because ben is not a talker and i had him on the first episode and (laughs) after after uh, everyone listened to it they're like that was really nice that you said ben's name and then you just kept talking the rest of the time (laughs) i'm like no and and i i've said before to see and this is completely sidetracking but to see where Ben has come when Ben joined, Ben would just didn't, didn't speak like, yeah, no. Yeah. And even we would ride in a delivery truck for eight, nine hours. And obviously I don't stop talking. So I'm just, and he'd be like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Or he just wasn't responding. So to see him now and he's, you know, their elections are next month and he'll, barring anything crazy happening will be junior ward and just really coming into his own it's really cool to see that people ask a lot well you always say you take good men and make them better how like you've got to see right here transition like I, i was i was the same way i was scared to death you know and now here we i'm talking to you i'm dealing with grand lodge people all the
0: time and it just i absolutely love it that's amazing. That is, like you said, making good men better.
1: Yes, but back to
0: Chad. Back to Chad. So I cannot tell you how much Chad has helped me in this oh position. Yes. yes, absolutely, incredibly. Um, I can't tell you how much. It, unbelievable. And and that's the, the thing that
1: the joy of like him helping like that's his joy like he's he just loves it like it, it's awesome to anytime I have a question I have a something yeah man shoot it over I want to I want to know I want to he's, he's good at putting his two cents in but but the two cents isn't just uh saying something to say it it's well rounded he knows where he's coming from and I mean we're here doing this because of Chad
0: yes 100% and, um and i've got five more of these that <laughs> has, okay you know it, it's it's amazing the the things that he's like well how about this how about that and he was going to meet up with me in illinois the first time i went out of state to go to a lodge um i went to space novum uh, down in libertyville and the guy that i'm posting right now in lodge uh, i talked to him on the phone he's like hey um the godfather of my son, my friend, two friends uh, down here in Libertyville, okay. um, uh, Julian Rojas and uh, Justin Raby. He's like, yeah, hey, what was that guy's name? You said that was a railroader and uh, uh, was a Mason. And he says my name. And he's like, yeah, he visited our lodge two days ago. I was like, What a small world. But that was because of Chad. I, I went down there because he turned me on to that and yeah. uh, if it wouldn't have been a uh, holiday weekend, he would have come up and, and we would have got to see each other again right. uh, in Illinois. But um, his wife might have murdered him if I would have drug him away for that.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been in a few of those a few of those situations where that was a couple of weeks ago. It was a, what she called, it was a non-Masonic weekend. <laughs> She's like, you can do your posts because that's your thing. She's like, but I'm not having you call you're not, hey, there's a issue at the lodge. She's like, you stay here and don't go there. <laughs> like, okay, we got to yes. keep everything on the up and up. You know, when the boss speaks, the workers listen. <laughs> but yeah, Chad Chad mentions that he's talking to you. He's like, you, you got to get a hold of him. And And I don't remember if we text i think we were just started to text and then or call i
0: don't, honestly don't remember because it's been I, well i told him to have you text me first because i um, that's it i don't usually answer the the random because i already have a car warranty i don't need another one yeah so yeah <laughs> uh, uh then i was able to put your number in there we could talk but i was like have him text me and uh, we'll we'll start talking and but it was you know i'd listened to the first like eight episodes uh, Cause that's kind of where I had gotten in on this. Right. And we had talked on the Chad and I had talked on the phone about it. I'm like, Oh, I like this. I like that. And, and, and he's like, Oh, you'd love to, you could talk on the phone with hours for him. And I'm like, yeah, probably not, but here yeah. we are. <laughs> but yeah. And, and
1: that's what happened. That's the, uh, you know, we called and, you know, we went all over the place. We went from, you know, the Bengals and the Browns and Steelers and, to, to everything else, to the York, right? Pennies, like there were so many different things. We'd like to take a moment and thank Brothers and Bonds Co. for sponsoring the Traveling Man Masonic Podcast. If you visit their website on your first purchase, use promo code TRAVELINGMAN in all caps and get 10% off of your purchase. Thank you. It's hard to express to people that don't, that aren't in the craft or don't understand it or are maybe naysayers and they say we don't understand what you get out of the craft or what you get out of it it's the ability to have that call with you and i who had really no background other than i talked to chad a little bit and we text a couple times to have an over hour long and i i mean we spoke over it was probably like an hour and 40 minutes and i can remember every 20 minutes we were like all right we're gonna to have to you know we'll talk again and then somehow it's 20 minutes down the road it just kept
0: going yeah the the seven hang-ups that were hung up. yeah 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 exactly and but every time we talked like that was uh it was like that because uh, a couple of weeks later we talked another hour and right. it was other things like hey remember what i i wanted to tell you this last time but <laughs> yeah we did yeah you just kept talking, Jim. You didn't stop. No, no, we didn't have enough time. No. The sad thing is that uh, I'm the same talker, so I'm pretty sure we were 50, maybe 60, 40. I don't know. Uh, it was it
1: was, it was, was well-rounded. It was definitely a even, an even talking match. And I can remember that second time we called, I asked you to be on the podcast. And you said, absolutely. I, I really appreciate it, but I don't think I would be right for the podcast. And look at
0: you go. See, here you go. Oh, are. God. And- <laughs> Well, I was—I felt a little, you know—I talked to you about it and uh, the podcast, and I was excited about it, but I, that's not the reason I'm your friend. I didn't sure. want to, right? Make it like, hey, I'm going to get a hold of this guy so that I can be on a podcast because I want to hear my own voice because I don't—I hate hearing that. No, uh, but you know, it was just one of those things that, um, and actually, Chad's the one that convinced me to. He's like, I know you didn't do it. I know you didn't become his friend to to try to weasel your way into the podcast and and that kind of thing. So it, it was probably Chad's fault I'm on here too. Thank you, well, Chad. Yeah, he's got his roots everywhere.
1: Just, you know, plant <laughs> the seed and watch it grow. Well, and, and that's the thing that, you know, I love about the podcast and, and I wanted to take a little different direction, I want to say, than the round table or whence came, which I absolutely love those, but I like to keep it a conversation. Yes. I like to keep it, you know, I, I would feel like if we turn this camera off, we could have this conversation and just be BSing. And this is this is part of, I love I love going into the history and the meaning and different things like that of freemasonry too but yeah. i also just love bullshitting
0: yeah and, and the connections and we've had the same podcast four or five times now just oh yeah without
1: the we just haven't recorded it <laughs> right and and that's and the crazy thing is if like we said we had before we started this podcast jason and i were talking and it, i actually said we need to stop because this is actually just good podcast stuff and it was just stuff it wasn't even masonic stuff it was just us excited to be talking and you know bs and and actually the the key and you'll see a picture of this later is and i'll show a before and after because i have the the picture before is oh the
0: roadshow picture isn't it
1: grizzly adams over here used to have the brawny beard you know Now I got the double chin. It's terrible. (laughs) Well, that's that's why I keep this little, it's actually just an illusion. (laughs) But we hopped on the the Zoom here and Jason's camera was off. And I like looking at somebody when I'm talking. So I'm kind of, I'm like, are you going to keep your camera off? Because in my head, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this podcast staring at Jason Laramie's name (laughs) for an hour and a half or how long. I was like, oh, I didn't know the camera was off. Let me put it on. Then bam, the beard's gone. This is the first time I see him without the beard
0: ever in our short existence together. So, I do have to let you know that you noticed faster than my wife noticed.
1: (laughs) I I get that. I get, I, I got, I think the last time I shaved was probably 10, eight years ago. And I don't keep a long beard; it's just a little. But it was probably three days. She's like, "Oh, shaved beard!" I'm like, "It's <laughs> a Wednesday. I did that Sunday night." <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> now, if the I tr- shaved
0: mine on a Sunday night too.
1: Yeah. It, now, if the trash was overflowing, we would have noticed that. The beard. Right. We don't need to look up here anymore. It's been, it's been long enough. <laughs> That's old hat.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome.
1: So I want to go into y- you and Chad meeting up before we get into the York right coins, because that's, um, that's cool. Give me a little backstory on that.
0: We were talking on the phone and stuff. And he said that he was going to be in Wisconsin. Okay. And um, if we could have a lunch, I said, yeah, I'll drive down there. Cause he was down by Madison. And he's like, well, I can meet kind of halfway, and I think he ended up going a little farther than I did, but I feel bad about that. <laughs> but we went out in Portage, Wisconsin, and uh, walked in, and we sat there for hours, just hours. And I, I have such a connection with him, and and all the cool things that we talked about. We could have been there till dinner time, but he had to go meet up with his wife and family, yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing, and. Uh, the first time we physically met, um, uh, we hugged in the parking lot when we left. Yeah. You know, he is such a great dude. Um, I, I can't tell you. And I, and it's a the broken record here, how much he has done for me. Sure. And the connections that I've made. And just yesterday he sent me an email. Hey, you know, the chairman from Minnesota, look at this. You need to be on this list. Okay yeah but here we go another one and i actually texted him today uh, hey thanks for the email yesterday and i'm going to be on with jim in an hour and he wanted to 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 drop in and uh to crash the party (laughs) right that's just like him we i should
1: i should send it that that's another episode there's another (laughs) episode with chad and
0: you right Uh, but no it, it just uh we we met up um And I saw the picture on Facebook because uh, one of the Grand Lodge guys was like, Hey, look at this picture. of you on Facebook? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not on Facebook, but Hey, wow. Yeah. Uh, So it
1: was pretty cool. He said, he told me, he's like, I'm going to have lunch with Jason. And I'm like, get a picture. Like if if there is not a picture, it didn't happen. (laughs) We
0: almost walked out of there and he goes, Oh, we forgot to get a picture. And so we had to ask the waitress to get a picture. I'm like, he would have murdered both you and I. Well, he and this be, would have killed us both. This is the part of me that
1: I I knew you guys were meeting. I messaged him beforehand and I hadn't heard and I had and, and I don't know how long you guys are talking. I'm thinking, all right, after an hour, I should be hearing something. So I like three times I picked my phone up to say, get a picture. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be that guy. The lot my lodge guys, if I'm not at something, I'll call one of them. I'm like, listen, Barry, if you walk out of there without a picture, I'm gonna be upset. I'm like, it's your job if I'm not there. I can't be the guy all the time. Somebody, everybody has a phone. You get a picture, I'll post it. But then it came through and then everything was right in the world again.
0: Yes, that was it was a long time. We sat there for like two shifts of waitresses, I think. <laughs> right.
1: And that's it's easy to do. It's absolutely. I'm I met Chad at our first Royal Schofield induction. And that's when I I got in the first time, the first class. And the next day was our actual annual session. And it's the first time I, you know, at the induction he's a regent, and he's running around and handing out plaques, shaking hands. Grand line is there. So it isn't really a BS time. It's kind of, you know, kind of doing the thing. But the next day he came up to me and I put my hand out, and he just pulled me in for the hug. <laughs> he's like, I'm a hugger. It's what I do. Like, that's cool, man. I dig it. York right pennies. Give me, give me the backstory. How did, give me the whole story. You you collect them. How did it start? Since you're not in
0: York, right? Which <laughs> right. Uh, I was a coin collector. that adds another and
1: level of entry
0: Right. I um, was a coin collector. I did Morgan silver dollars and, yeah. and uh, silver certificates and stuff like that. And joining the Masons, I had come across a couple of those coins and I had like two or three of them. And I ended up running into a guy at a coin show and his name was Gene Johnson, not a Mason, but okay. he was the author of Wisconsin Trade Tokens uh, book. And I actually have his book.
1: Okay. And
0: like, hey, you should call me. Um, uh, I have some of those because I had found one at the coin show and I was talking to the guy and he was standing right next to me. Right. And I, I wasn't really that interested in him until I talked to him and he is like, here, borrow my book. So I've only met you twice. And he lets me borrow his book and it, and it was a roadmap. It, oh, there's 118 chapters. I know exactly what they, they are. Yeah. And um, so he lets me borrow the book and I, I start collecting. I went to the, the local coin shop and, and um, Gary Rosenkrantz here in town is big in the coin industry. And, and he used a lot of his connections and and he would bring in 15, 20 in a week, just wow. uh, of, of Masonic coins. And I would buy the whole lot, you know, just to keep the wheels coming. And right. they were relatively cheap, but I ended up with a lot of different ones, like um, from a lot of Minnesota, a lot of Illinois, some Michigan, yeah. just the, the surrounding states and others. You know, I got Texas and, and things like that, but I ended up having a handful from Ohio, um, you know, just coming in to, to keep the, the wheels greased. My Wisconsin collection is um exceedingly large the guy that wrote the book about masonic tokens um actually kind of called me a liar when i told him how many i had wow okay um they had like 1179 they used for this big book and at the time i says well i got over 650 doubles and he's like no you don't and i'm like yeah i do so i ended up sharing my collection with him and wow like 25 that they didn't have in there for different um, varieties or ones that they had never seen before, and yeah. there was like three or four that were they didn't even know existed. And he's like, "Oh, you made a mistake here," and I'm like, mm, "Pretty sure I didn't." Here's the picture. Wow. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, the 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 coin collection has been a passion of mine, um, but I only collect uh, two different states: Montana because I was originally from Montana, and then Wisconsin because this is where everything is for me sure sure um, uh, that's how i ended up getting extra ones that i might have sent to a friend down in east palestine might have sent so i'm going to i'm going to
1: interject with my own coin story since we're we're sparring with stories here and then and, we'll go, oh. and then we'll go into the uh, the coin connection story so i joined and like i said earlier with worshiper brother ryan corsano joined the uh, Youngstown York Rite chapters, and I think it's Youngstown chapter 93 is my chapter, so I got my penny, and I have my mark on it, which is cool because it hangs in my wallet. When I, at East Palestine, we used to be a Masonic temple with chapter, council, and we still have eastern star but there was a rainbow girls chapter in our lodge since have either moved or disbanded just because of you know depopulation or you know whatever goes on with as lodges change demographics our chapter lodge moved to columbiana which is allen lodge it's 15 minutes up the road and the big move there was they were like a ranch style. Our, our lodge has 300 steps or something. The one down. Oh, yeah, they are steep. It's like, you need to like tie off before you go up the steps. So my secretary, when I joined, still had a roll of our Royal Arch pennies, but they said at East Palestine Lodge, Columbiana, Ohio. So it was really cool. Like I was really pumped. There's a high school rivalry, Palestine and Colombiana have a hate, hate relationship when it comes to school. (laughs) You know, we have our fight song has words with, you know, there's all kinds of just for years and years. So it was cool. I, I wished it said Palestine, but, you know, it was really nice to have a Palestine chapter coin. So two years ago, Christmas, my mom is on a Masonic kick. Cause now she knows that I like Masonic stuff and man, it's just like anything she get her hands on, but she doesn't know masonry. So it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes you don't know what you're getting. She's got really cool things, but you know, if, it, if you weren't yeah. in lodge. So she's like, all right, I got one last thing. It looks like a little ring box. I'm like, and I have my ring. I'm like, mom, I hope you didn't spend money on a ring. That's way too much. She's like, no. Is little. It's only like 50 bucks. Just check it out. I thought it was cool. I don't know if it means anything to you. And I opened it up and it was in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine chapter coin. And I looked. I'm like, how did you know I needed this? She's like, I didn't. It just said Palestine. I thought it was cool. (laughs) And, And it was a Masonic collector that was selling it on eBay from Florida. And That's my, how I got Palestine's chapter coin. So just, uh, you know, glad that she saw Palestine and bit.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And you know how hard those are to
1: find? Well, and one of the things I've been looking at or trying to find somebody close to me or on Facebook, I don't remember where I saw it. They found their die that stamps... And I, I started looking, do you have dyes? <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. And so I've been every three, four, five, six weeks, I'll just type in each Palestine chapter coin die. And I'll scroll through all of them. I've seen Lima, Ohio. I've seen, um, was it Akron? I saw something in Akron. I Maybe Steubenville was the closest one to us there's still about an hour south but i keep looking i'm on the on the random hunt maybe it'll show up so
0: i i have seen the one from my lodge that i'm never going to get to own kind of disappoints me okay uh so i i understand right right (laughs) so
1: one day i go to my mailbox And I get a package. I'm like, all right, what is this? And it has my name on it. Normally my wife is the one with the packages. We don't know what's coming in. You know, it's got the Amazon bug, but so I open it up and Worseful Brother Hall, if you know anybody from these, these, uh, chapters, you know, I'd love to see them passed out. And I'm like, I, I couldn't believe it. And i And I don't know why, even now, I still, when people do stuff like this, it's like, it blows my mind, but it shouldn't because it's just how things happen in the Masonic world. And I looked through and we were, we called each other and you're like, I think there was one from Cushocton. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I may know somebody from Cushocton. So I look up, it was Samaritan chapter number 50. In Kishawkton, Ohio, two three years before that, before this, I was Master of East Palestine in 2019. Myself and Worship Brother Wade Bear drove out to Plainfield Lodge for their installation of officers, and it happened to be that Most Worship Brother Jess Rains was doing the installation, and at our at our rollout, these are way back connections it all link into the big circle for this one so he had had the guy he was installing his master there come to his grandmasters rollout when he was um deputy grandmaster talking about his year had him drive over to our lodge which is a couple hours it, it is not close it's not a 45 minuter he drove over and we got to talk a little bit and just like, you know, he's really enthusiastic and excited about it. And, you know, we kind of hit it off. So he unfortunately was out of town for work for my installation, but I got to go to his, myself and Wade. So we're there and we're talking with Butch Cochran, past master from out there. He comes up and shakes my hand. He's like, you're from East Palestine. Like, yeah, that's, we drove out here and he's like, I went to Edison High School, which is on the Ohio River, probably 45 minutes an hour south, down near Steubenville, Beaver Local, East Liverpool, that sort of area. And he's like, that year, he's like, we were eight oh, I think, or nine and0, and we were playing Palestine the last game of the season before we went into playoffs. And he's like, we came up and we, he's like, I'd never been to Palestine. He's like, it's just a small little town. He's like, we were ready to just stomp all over you guys. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. And he's like, you guys beat us 52 to nothing. He's like, I've never had my ass whipped so hard. He's (laughs) like, I hurt so bad. And he's like, we came in. He's like, we were like uh, George Washington crossing the Delaware in that picture. We were so high on ourselves that we were just going to steamroll you and we got slapped in the face and he's like anyways like that's my palestine story so we laughed about it and it was over well here comes this samaritan chapter coin from Kashokton. so i give butch a yell and i say hey i have this chapter coin and samaritan chapter number 50 i don't know if it's still in existence but i know it's from kashakton and you're from Coshocton because you go to the Coshocton Lodge Playfield. He's like, not only is it still in existence, but I'm the high priest this year. <laughs> and it just, I just, I, I was on the phone with him, but I put my hands up. I'm like, it just, you know, divine intervention there. It's, it's amazing. How the, yeah. How the connection continues and continues to, it just, it, it blows my mind all the time a small world
0: right
1: yeah yeah and it and i i said this earlier but anyone that's listening and maybe you don't travel as much or you would like to you would not believe how many different people you know or know somebody that knows of them we were talking our last podcast with uh the three gillum guys russ jr um Dusty and Chris, his two sons. And they said, yeah, you brought up our brother-in-law on the podcast with Barry Waggle. I'm like, no, I didn't. I don't even know your brother-in-law. He's like, yeah, he works for Barry. And then they talked about raising him in masonry. And I'm like, I, I didn't know. I'm like, wow. and it's just like, it, it's unbelievable. And it continues. It, the more I talk to people, the more you see how the chains in the link hook up. We've talked extensively about connections. In the scheme of things, what do those connections mean to you? When you sit back and try, you try to delve up into my Masonic journey and my ritual and the meaning and my obligations And that's one part of Freemasonry. And then the esoteric deeper meaning of Freemasonry. And I kind of myself, I pair that into this is one section. And then there's this other section of fellowship Freemasonry where maybe you're not delving into the deeper meaning of Pythagoras. And I just said that because I can't remember if it's the round table or whence came you. I know that they had had that on there recently. Because I saw that and I'm like, I need to check that out. But what does the fellowship, the connection side of it mean to you at this point in your Masonic journey?
0: The connections that I have are what really keeps me in Masonry. I, I can be a good moral man on my own. I can cool. go to church. Um, uh, I, I really enjoy the way that the Masons teach that. But if it wasn't able to be shared with another, another man uh, or group of men, uh, you know, it, it would be really easy to leave my lodge. Uh, sure. It's those connections that we have with our lodge and, and the, the men that are there, or the men in the fraternity. Um, I'm excited to, to try to get over to Oregon Lodge 151. I'm excited to try to get to East Palestine Lodge 417. Yeah, um, I'm invested there. Uh, I, I have connections with guys that don't know that I have connections. With them. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, uh, like, so which one of you drove the truck and which one of you was behind the loading dock? I, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, which one of you broke your toe? Which one? I know. we. <laughs> yeah, talk- where's
0: Tozy Wales? Yeah, Tozy <laughs> Wales. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I want to meet Bob Bachelor. I want to shake his hand and like, you know, the connections that we have there. And it's, it's one of those that's what means the, the most, the, the things that I've been able to do for other people have been through connections. Um, right. Uh, the, the, the little story about that one silly little penny, that was a connection between us. Then it's a connection between you. And, and it's a story now between all the listeners. Sure. It's from one silly little piece of copper. Right. Right. That's so, the thing. And, it,
1: and, and the thing I, I love about that connection is, It's not just that you sent me the Samaritan coin, I mean, and you sent me other ones and I've I've got some of those out in the mail and other ones I'm still searching, but it's how those connections, that connection affects my other connections because it's, I don't just think of the Samaritan coin and that journey to here. Now I immediately plug that into my own journey and how it even though you didn't you didn't experience the Columbiana and uh, Youngstown York right in my head it all links up because it all ties into a certain area of that spider web of masonry and I absolutely love it I I, no, it I,
0: I do too it. and that it's that that affords um, those connections to be forged uh, it means a lot in my heart it means a lot because those coins didn't have anything uh important doing sitting on the shelf behind me next to that guy um but they can get back out into the world and forge connections between other brothers and and people that i care about and people that they now care about and sure um, it's the ripple you know throw that throw the stone in the water and and let it ripple out it It, it does i
1: i talk about the connections we'll have october 23rd we have a pizza wings and mason night at our lodge and it's it's one of those bring somebody that may be interested in lodge you know and we do a little we show a couple five six minute youtube videos while we eat we go in the lodge we talk a little bit we have each one of them we put them on the spot and make them stand up and talk which I couldn't imagine if I had to do that on the flip side. Like, I feel so horrified <laughs> before masonry. But when I get up there and then myself, worship Brother Wade Bear and worship Brother Ryan Corsano were the three that talk normally. I tell them that the connections made, like Freemasonry gave me the world. Like, it, it absolutely just... It, it blows my mind. I had, a, I had our, our podcast sponsor um, message me and said, "Hey, somebody from the UK just bought a T-shirt using your promo code. And in my head I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, why are they listening to me here? There? Because I don't think that way like everybody should be listening to me, but I'm like, holy cow, other people listen to this. This is crazy. Like, I just think, and then then it gets me more excited. Like,
0: people are hearing we need to keep doing it. That's cool watching. uh, uh, I was stalking uh, Instagram, I think, uh, and it showed the 4,000 listens and 3,000 listens a little farther back. And yeah, uh, they're happening faster. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to go very far between three and four. Yeah, it's really.
1: Knock on wood. It seems like it's happening well. Maybe I'll get to retire soon. No. (laughs) No. Don't let my wife's not listening. (laughs) No, no, no. But your connections. When you have a new candidate or somebody that you know, maybe they ask you about Wodge for the first time. How do you get your enthusiasm out to them without being a belt-fed machine gun of blah, 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 blah. like I am usually. Like, how do, you, how do you get that across in a way that they can consume that and say, wow, this is something for me?
0: I usually try to figure out what uh, would interest them with the fraternity, the things that I have experienced and share the, the similar experience and what they're looking for. That has happened to me. Um, the gentleman that I am posting now, uh, we started talking about the fraternity four years ago, and okay. he has people that are in there, and uh, right before his initiation, I called him up in the morning and said, you know, enjoy yourself today. I know I'm not going to be there, but enjoy yourself, and and there's a lot of neat stuff that's going to happen tonight. There's nothing degrading. Um, it, is, it is a special... A situation and he says well I understand that because of the people that I know in masonry um, that the way they conduct themselves wouldn't be a part of something that was hazing or or degrading or, or, or things like that so it's just figuring out what what they're looking for uh, this is a very spiritual man and uh, you know we, we talked about different things that way And he finally was ready to ask and I I was very happy to be his first line signer. And I'm super excited to be posting him, um, that kind of thing. So uh, just finding out what they, what they like and and, and poking that bear. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And we had talked a little bit about uh, I'm jumping back because something popped in my mind here about Oregon Lodge 151 and one random night, and here's, we're going to, little Chad Kapinski. <laughs> I haven't talked about him enough. He messaged me. He's like, yo, what are you doing? And it was like 7.30 or something on a random Tuesday. I don't know what it was. I'm like, I'm picking my kid up from basketball practice. Is, is everything okay? Like, I'm too far away to make the drive if it's an emergency. Where <laughs> we're at. like, I'm the wrong guy. Like. <laughs> Call Triple A if it's a flat tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. But um, he's like, no, we're hopping on to Oregon Lodge in Wisconsin. And number one, I stopped, I'm like, wait a minute. Where and who? So he's like, or, he just said it real quick, Oregon Lodge in Wisconsin. I'm like, in Wisconsin or Oregon? It got me all flustered a little bit. He's like, no. He's like, just hop on. It's my home lodge. Go there. And And so... I hop on, and I'm there, and then Mike Hambrick is there as well. I and, saw that picture. Yeah, and I don't know him at the time because I was dabbling in podcasts, but not a lot. And and I wasn't watching the video part that they do on they do Facebook. And I don't know if they do YouTube as well, but... Yep. So... We're talking and he talks for a little bit. And Chad says, Hey, I, you know, I need to do a few things. I need to hop off. And then Mike's like, hey, I have another obligation. I need to hop off. And then I was on like another hour, like we are now. We're just talking, telling a story. You know, all the things you do, what do you do with your social media? What do you do with new guys, candidates, blah, blah, blah. So we get off that meeting. And I'm on a Masonic high. You know how it is when you come out of a lodge, and it was their virtual lodge. Like I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to go do masonry. It's 9:30 at night. I should be in bed, but you know I'm I'm revved up. So I hop on the Masonic roundtable. It's just coming on, and there's Mike Hambrick. I'm like, what? I'm like you the tell- guy from Ohio. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm like, you telling me I was talking with the guy on the round table and i didn't even know and there you go another connection
0: that is just great you know the second and fourth thursdays is when oregon meets so you know it was the thursday night with the masonic round table yeah yeah that's amazing <clears throat> and it, it just i i
1: i finished the episode that they were on and i went into bed my wife's asleep she's like everything all right and she, she's like asleep saying everything, all right? I'm like, you wouldn't believe I said this, I did that, I did that. She's like, all right, that's good, honey. <laughs> in the morning, I am like, did you hear anything I said? She's like, I didn't even hear you come in. <laughs> like, well, okay.
0: I have the most amazing
1: story for yeah. you. You get
0: to hear a second time. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. But, and that's the exciting thing you and I have talked about, you trying to make it down. I would like to make it up like that that's the cool thing is when you start to know somebody like in the back of my head it's like how am i gonna make it there at some point in my travels like that's the next step and i'm looking forward to that moment
0: well the time that i get to come to east palestine chad said he'd come down there too okay and I'm gonna throw him under the bus on this one. He's like, you know, Jim's gonna roll out the red carpet for us if we come down there, right? <laughs> so there's pretty high expectations of having a good time.
1: Well, we'll—I'll make sure we get our best green beans. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't worry, we'll get top of the line, yeah. uh, Del Monte or nothing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Green Giant <laughs> all the way. <laughs> oh shoot i want the french style ones none of their oh whoa whoa i don't know i don't know oh are we not friends anymore (laughs)
1: no we gotta they're freedom fries not french no (laughs) 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 but uh so a little bit into the future here where do you see yourself going you're with the and and committee chair is that a one-year appointment or you kind of does that roll over how does that work in Wisconsin,
0: it's it's a it's a one year appointment is all um, we've had a couple of different ones in the in the recent past, um, some one and dones and, and that kind of thing. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, normally, the grand order in Wisconsin is the chairman of the education committee. I am not grand order. And uh, that was kind of a weird uh, people were surprised by that. Sure. Um, uh, but I, I'm enjoying it. I I've, I'm a little different than a lot of the scholars that they've had in the past. I'm more of a, a layman type, so I don't want to say I'm dumbing it down, but no. there's probably I'm, I'm, I'm a little more everyman than 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 some of these guys that are uh, a lot smarter than I am. So
1: I I am I'm on board with you and in the sense of i watched i mean i watched the round table a lot i listened to ones came you a lot and some of those i think to myself like i have a podcast but i couldn't do any of that stuff like it just you know what i mean like it really i would feel outclassed and yes. i i know that those gentlemen because i know that the what they're made of they would never let you feel outclassed. But I know I would not be able to speak as eloquently or to know the in-depth things that they know about that. That's not my foray.
0: No, and and nor mine. I've looked at a lot of their stuff now and I kind of cherry pick the membership, the education, more the how to's than the sure. um, the difference between this text with a comma and this text without the comma.
1: Right, Um, (laughs) right.
0: And and that kind of thing. Um, I do enjoy some of that a little bit, but definitely this is more my cup of tea. Sure. um, On on that that side of it. But as as for the future, um, I I have no ambitions for anything. And if this, uh, the, the little stint in the Grand Lodge ends uh, it's going to be more traveling uh, I, yeah. I had such a great time down at like Space Novum uh, down in Illinois with the way that they do their their meetings are very short they have world-class education it's yes. a little more expensive to, to go there it's like 50 dollars um, to, to kick in for like bringing in a speaker because they fly people in that are just amazing wow. okay and That's cool. then they have a festive board afterwards and Everybody yeah. gets to talk. Everybody gets to be on the same field. And even the, the guy that from Wisconsin that comes down there, they ask your opinion too. So it's – that kind of stuff is what I'm really going to be after when I'm done doing anything like this. Is, sure. is there are more connections.
1: Absolutely. The name of the game. Their festive board. and Now I'm intrigued a little bit. We tried – We want to do something like that. I watched Inside Freemasonry. It's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. And they show the English side of the festive boards and how they get together after Lodge and their big meals. And that was one of my big things my years. Let's try to do that. And to try to do that on a Wednesday night at 9 o'clock was like, (sighs) it's just... That was a struggle. So how was, how did that festive board? So they, they made things go quicker and then got to that.
0: that- um, yes and no. Um, it was th- their meetings on the first Friday of the month. So it's a Friday night. Okay. Which makes it a lot easier. Guys aren't going to work in the morning, but I showed up in Illinois about six o'clock uh, walked in, met the secretary, which is uh, Robert Johnson, talked to him for a few minutes while he was setting up. I um, uh, went and, left them alone for 15, 20 minutes while well, he was doing that until the other members started showing up and we had a really nice short meeting and it was very welcoming. I carried in, they have a procession that comes in. So I got to carry in the compasses, uh, to, to help put on the altar. And it's very reverent. Um, we had a short business meeting and we adjourned and went over to a, uh, uh, like a brew pub that's about a block away. We just walked over there. Sure. and um they had it was the first day of the covid restrictions uh, were reenacted so you know we're in lodge with masks on and things like that yeah and um they only had half of their members there uh, which uh, they had you know 11 people participating out of 22 of their members which was okay. nice but we went over to the the restaurant had our own private room and we sat in a square table situation where everybody was facing each other. Yeah, uh, ordered some food and drinks and and had conversations. And then we talked about um, the different things that they had done throughout the year, which they had done the seven liberal arts and sciences. And they had brought in somebody from like an astrophysicist or something for astronomy, and they had a music guy, and they had this. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, Talking about the, the the math guy, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and then all of a sudden he takes off like a rocket. And the guy's like, "He lost me there." But you know, so they're talking about this whole year of top-notch speakers and, yeah. and what they got from it, and it was such an incredible uh, thing. So I showed up in Illinois. I got there at the lodge at six o'clock. I didn't leave till after midnight. Wow. So that's how it, you know it was well worth the uh the time it was well worth the three hour drive to get there. Sure. Uh, three and a half hour drive to get there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh I I wish I could do a little more of that up up by me. Sure. Well that's that's the kind of thing that when you
1: start making connections, the three and a half hour drive is doable because it's worth that. It's worth you know ourselves driving to indianapolis for the the tri-degree day and getting to see ohio's guys go through and you know it's worth it it's worth going and meeting up with people to do podcasts and that's if if i could have found a way for you and i to have met and did a podcast we would have done it but with the trip this week and then next week is our Grand Lodge just wasn't, was not a good time.
0: Yeah, no, I understand that. And, uh, it's going to be exciting the day that I do get to come down and shake your hand. Um, I am invested in your lodge and I have to come there Yes, and I actually, am, I've got an idea of somebody I can travel with, uh, you know, just to like, Hey, we're going to go down here. It's going to be a little bit of a long trip, but we're going to go and, and, uh, you need to come with me. So, yeah. Well, you know
1: what, that's, we had our opening and I know we've talked about this a a bunch, but some of the guys and, um, most worst brother, Rich Dickerside, Keith Newton came in, um, most worst brother, Jess Reigns. Now Jess drove out that night back to, because I think he had work that he had to be at, but, um, Keith and Rich, they're, columbiana has a a hotel right there it's 15 minutes up the road i mean we could make it a night so oh yeah by all means chad you heard it too (laughs) roll out the red carpet so jason tonight has been an absolute pleasure i'm glad that chad talked you into it because i know i couldn't i tried i don't think i can do it look at us here we are An hour and a half or whatever we're at we've been going and the the thing that everybody out there won't hear is the next time we call or the next time and we have another hour and a half or two hour conversation about connections that is going to be as good or better at this because we're just talking we're not worried about recording each other um right
0: Another thing that I've been able to hear is the smiles on our faces right now.
1: That's it. That and you know what? People keep asking me, you should video tape, video podcast, a video cast. If you ever seen at Masonic or at Refreshment, they have a Masonic video cast. And the trouble, I love watching it. They're a little more, a lot more fellowship. Like they get into fellowship and they go into some Masonic things, but it's a lot of fellowship too, which is the cool. They talk a lot about grotto on there, and okay. um, they just started a high twelve club. Well, there's a they do a whole bunch. Like they're they're into everything, but they do it on more of a relaxed scale. But to do a video cast, the editing on video is prime. I know. And these hands aren't prime time. They're <laughs> I have a face for radio. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. But you don't. Now that Grizzly Adams gone, you could go on video right now. So- no, no, no. <laughs> I have that same face for radio, man. <laughs> but Jason, anyways, I want to thank you again. It has been an absolute pleasure.
0: Thank you, brother. I, I've really enjoyed it I cannot tell you how I was nervous coming on here just because of the the, the optics of hey uh, you befriended this guy from Ohio but you know true brethren uh, this fraternity is so wonderful
1: yes absolutely the, no nerves as I said before it, it's just a conversation and nothing to get worried about but it's been a pleasure thank you again I want to thank everybody that has been along both of our journeys because the Kapinski's the Bears the Oregon Lodge I don't remember a lot of the guys you brought up the four guys that went to EA with you they all somehow are connected to this point and maybe they don't know that but each one of their little parts got each one of us to where we are today so thank them and I want to thank all of the listeners for coming out and listening tonight and we'll see you again